Napa know-how. Any car brave enough to withstand a decade's worth of multi-state family voyages is worth treating to some quality parts and Napa know-how. Coolant for the Death Valley trip, wiper blades for the Pacific Northwest, air fresheners for the Southwest Chili Cook-Off. Yeah, with some quality parts and a little Napa know-how, you can keep your road warrior running longer, stronger, for many more vacations to come. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. Okay, I promise I won't leave that many prologues going forward, but this is Addiction Part 2 episode, and ironically, I sound like the biggest addict that there is. I swear I don't have a problem, but this is probably one of the most drunken moments I've ever had in my life, and probably not good for podcasting. Probably shouldn't do that, even though people are like, ah, it's a running theme, Pat's going to get... No, no, no. This isn't going to happen again. I'm switching to beer next episode, but this episode's about, you know, we talk about failed workout stories, we talk about alcohol, we talk about... uh, the old massage parlors, and then we mix it in with wrestling talk, and we're very appreciative to the, pe- the feedback we get from this podcast. 95 to 98% of you guys are super supportive. The other ones just want to hear wrestling nonstop. We're not that kind of podcast. We're not going to be the ones like, oh, we can't talk about wrestling. But if it comes up organically and naturally, we'll talk about the whole wrestling the whole episode. But if it talks about something else, we want to kind of just, we're just having conversations. It's like Seinfeld, except way you know, not as intelligent, just kind of all over the place. There, this podcast really is about conversations. It's about everything. It's about nothing. So we're just going to kind of roll off the cuff. And I think people have been, I noticed a couple of reviews out there that said, we act like we don't want to be here. That's the opposite. We love doing, we love doing this more than doing shows, to be honest with you. And we, we sit down here. He's on, he's in Vegas. I'm in New York. You know how hard it is to meet up and record all these episodes, get them out weekly. Like it's tough. And we're not exactly killing it with podcasts. This is a part of our brand, whatever our brand, my brand may be. You know his brand already, but we're just trying to make this work. And uh, we're keeping you guys, you know, someone said we're narcissists. Absolutely we're narcissists. Anyone that has a podcast has a little bit of an ego to them because they're trying to relay what they have to say. But at the same time, too, we are very humble. We thank you guys for all the feedback, good or bad. We're trying to make the show better. We're open ideas. We are. But we're going to just keep doing what we want to do and just talk about stuff with no filters and keep this going. So please, enjoy the show. We'll be back with all new episodes starting next week. And we can't wait to do it. Have fun. Hey, everybody. Pat Buck here. Do you hate shopping but like delicious food? Well, you need to go to blueapron.com backslash big guy. I've been using this company now. I think I'm in my second or third week of meals every single time this thing arrives it's a delight last night i had pork over quinoa with uh, i believe it had a little bit of cranberries and a little bit of beets in there i never thought i'd enjoy beets but i did it keeps food fun and you get three free meals you go to blueapron.com backslash big guy for less than ten dollars per meal blue apron delivers seasonal recipes along with pre-portioned ingredients to make delicious home-cooked meals what are you waiting for? New recipes are weekly, so you never get bored of it. Everything's so fresh. It comes beautifully packaged. I'm going to use this the rest. I don't care if they sponsor the show or not. But go to blueapron.com backslash big guy, and you get your first three meals free with free shipping. You'll love how good it feels, how it tastes. Incredible home-cooked meals with Blue Apron, so please don't wait. Blueapron.com slash big guy. Blue Apron, a better way to cook. Feed me more.
Welcome to Conversation with the Big Guy. I am the Big Guy Ryback, and I'm sitting here with the one, Pat Buck, who is heavily intoxicated. Ah, I'm the median guy. I'm, I've drank a, a more than my fair share. A lot of red wine has been consumed tonight. A lot of red wine. No beers tonight, just strictly red wine. A lot of antioxidants tonight. Yes. A lot of res- resveratrol. And a very shitty match tomorrow when we're all hung up. No, I won't, I won't be hung <laughs> Some over. Some of my best matches have been when I have been extremely hung over. Really? Uh, early on in WWE, uh, it was a tour. We went to Australia and China probably at least. This was probably four years ago. And this was after I learned, like, I, I wanted to experience the drinking every night on the tour. While performing? Yeah. Like, uh, not while performing, but like after the shows, just getting dr- as drunk as you can, waking up, going to the, the sauna, eating, go to the sauna, sweating it out, working out, going back into the ring and, and going every night. And um, I, it was myself, Jinder Mahal, okay. and Heath Slater, who drank every night of this tour. And we drank hard. And I'm talking just hard liquor every night, just as much as we could. I would wake up, and it was a week tour. It was like one week. It was, I think it was five shows in a row. Where is this? What area? Australia and China. And uh, (laughs) it's a hell of a tour. Yeah, hell of a tour. They like went out like shopping, buying all this like weird merchandise in China, like like fake uh, beats and yeah, all these things. But I didn't go there with them. But uh. I remember a funny story on all that is in China, this was towards the end, I was so dehydrated that I was in the, this really nice lifting facility, this gym. Cena was in there. <clears throat> and I I was trying to do legs. Okay. But I was so, like, I had no business being in there. Probably completely drunk still. Um I was cramping like crazy. Okay. Like my body was like shutting Giving down. Giving up, yeah. Yeah. Like Been just there. go sleep. And I, no, fuck it. I'm going to do legs today. I'm a man. Why not? Yeah. And one set, <laughs> one set on the hamstring machine. Not even, didn't do squats. No. I was trying to just warm up. Yeah. One set. Cramps. My, not just my hamstrings, my entire body just locking up. I'm keeled over on a bench, and Cena walks over and goes, are you okay? Yeah, yeah, I'm fine. And like, that was the conversation. <laughs> when I was, after he turned his back and went to wherever the fuck he went, I got, filled up my water bottle, and I walked out, and I left. And I oh couldn't. Oh, my God. And couldn't do it. Tail between my legs. That was in my body. I, I couldn't. I physically couldn't. Sure. Like, I have fought through things, and they, that was one where I threw in the white towel, and, and fucking I tapped. It's in and, China. In China, okay. China made the big guy tap, and uh, and I was done drinking. I learned my lesson, and every other tour, if I drank, it was a night here or a night there. It was never the entire time, sure, because of that. Because of that because, one thing, just the whole like, I've never, I've cramped up a lot, and that was before I knew about electrolytes and everything. We we know we touched on that before yeah. the importance of those, but which I got a lot of comments on people, and it's. I never want to go through that again. I was helpless, helpless, and it was the most painful experience ever. Jesus, but yeah. So here we are today. We're about uh, three bottles deep in uh, the old. In, uh, the we old say three bottles. One of these bottles is the size it's, of three of them. Yeah, so we're six bottles deep in uh, the old red wine. We're good though. This is you know 
that's a staple with the podcast with the red wine, I believe. I know. We need, a, a, little we need a big red wine sponsor. Normally, I'm big on the blends. If there's any good blends out there that. Uh, blends? I like them. Audio own, Boom uh, is. Pinot Noir. I'm open to that, but. Uh, what was the subject we had in mind for today? I think today, I think we need to get, again, we fucking miss it every time. Throw the plugs in right off the bat. You, you're you the one that's supposed to be in charge yes, of this. Yes, I'm sorry, but uh, please plug, or please re- rate, review, subscribe, Conversation with the Big Guy on iTunes, Audio Boom. So we're now on Audio Boom. No more SoundCloud, guys. <sighs> Any sort of uh, review helps the algorithm. We've been... Positive reviews. If you don't have anything nice to say, don't say it at all. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> Keep your mouth shut. Because we've been on a couple uh, top 100 podcasts. We've, we've been getting some listeners. We're moving up the ranks here, I think, uh, right? Yeah, a little bit. People actually fucking give a shit what we had to say. This episode, I, I really I feel bad for them because a couple episodes were like into this. We're like energetic. I'm into everyone that we ever do. I am too, but at the same time, like... Alcohol affects you differently than me. I'm 195 pounds. I, you I, fall asleep on me. I need you. <laughs> if it's just the big guy, conversation with the big guy by himself, it's this, this does not work. All right. So what topic do we have in mind? What were we going well, for? Well, I wanted to plug. I wanted you to do the plugs. Plug. WrestleProOnline.com, CreatorProWrestling.com. I'm trying to help you out here, Buck. FeedMeMore.com, Buck Never Stops on Twitter. Plugs. Bring me to 11,000 followers, you motherfuckers. <laughs> At Ryback22 on Twitter, the big guy Ryback22 on Instagram, Ryback247 on Snapchat. Feedmemore.com for everything, the big guy Ryback. I think today, how about that fucking Mark that I told you about at the gym today? We went to the gym. He got into town. He brought me to your local gym that you get. They charged me, which is fine. (laughs) And I felt bad. I'm like, come on, man. Like, you never know how to. I don't know. I put over the interview on on, uh, Busted Open. So we're, so we're at there, and I'm like, hey, come to my gym. My gym's pretty cool. Because my this gym is, gym is very... you send me videos at? And yeah, been, yeah, yeah. It's very New Jersey. It's very... It was cool hey, for me to actually work out at your gym today. Sports club. Next to that is, if you ever heard of Muscle Maker, Muscle Maker Grill. Great food. The first one ever is right next door to my gym. And a tanning salon is next to that. So That's the one street. at Colonial, right? Yes. In Rawway? Yes. Uh, so... I'm hoping they would like, hey, recognize him, catch him a break, give him a free membership. No, they don't. They charge Which, uh, some price. of the guys like I've always had no problem paying uh, to go to a gym because nobody we're never entitled to anything. Like just because you're a wrestler doesn't mean you get a free workout. Like <laughs> <laughs> I've seen some of the guys, not going to name any names, but they like throw a fit and like ask to see the manager if they get charged. Really? And, yeah. And by some, I mean probably like only one All of the entire roster. <laughs> no one. Oh, one. Okay. And it's such a just disgraceful fucking act. Like, if they, it's cool if they let you into the gym for free. Yeah. But they don't owe us anything. No. They're a business, and they in day passes. I I do have a thing. I don't think they should ever charge more than ten dollars for a day pass. Fifteen. My I'll opinion do too. Like twenty. I've seen a lot do twenty and twenty five. Some do forty five. What? Yeah. Where? I think that's Lifetime Fitness has like a ridiculous rule. And uh, where I've walked out multiple times, I'm like, I'm not giving you guys. 45? Yeah. Where it's like, guys, I'm, I'm not, it's not like I live here, first of all. And like, you can get me to join. And to I'm me, not 20 is the limit. <clears throat> yeah. And where that, that, that now, they're, now they're just hurting themselves. And I'll never encourage that and, and support that. So um, 
and again, it's a write-off and whatnot, but no gyms owe you anything. It's cool when they let you go in and you sign an autograph or take a picture. But, you know, it's, it's, it's not, we're not entitled to anything. Um, they're a business and they deserve to, to earn their money. But I thought today the guy with the, oh, I loved you on the Busted Open podcast. I thought I was in. And uh, $16 later, you know, I it's fine. I like paying. I don't mind. But the um, I thought it was good for 24 hours. And I go, can I come back in the morning? They go, no. It ends at midnight or whenever the gym closes. And I was like, oh, okay, fine. Horseshit. I'll be back tomorrow, though. Hopefully. They different let person. Yeah. Yeah. Different day. And uh, if not. I'll pay oh, wow. my 16 bucks to do my workout. Fuck. The guy, though, I'm doing cardio. Okay. <laughs> After my whole stretching routine, do legs, killed legs tonight. Went hard. And uh, I've been working on, been working with a power lifter in Vegas and to, to get me back into tip-top shape and, and to work out my strength. Ah, mm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. And so I'm doing, tonight was like a light cardio night. Okay. Tomorrow will be some burpees and battle ropes to get the wind going before the show. Really? Okay. Yeah. 100 burpees? Yeah, at least 100. Really? Has to. Yeah. Uh, that it just, <laughs> I, any, any, by the way, any show I've ever done where I've done at least 100 burpees before, don't even get tired. It's just something, it's like a second wind holds over all the way to the match. Like 100 burpees and battle rope. Yeah. And that's, that's light. That'd be like, that's nothing to write home about. Okay. But I'm doing the elliptical tonight just to burn some calories afterwards, after legs, just to get to burn a few extra calories. And uh, I had about 10 minutes to go. And a guy, and I've told you, fans back east are different than fans. We're assholes. We're pieces and, of shit. Like, and not all of them, but this guy was a fucking asshole. And I'm, I have my headphones on. <clears throat> I'm doing cardio. I'm dripping sweat. The guy taps me. I put my head, headphones off. I go, hey, buddy. He goes, you take a picture with me? And I said, I'm doing cardio right now. He goes, well, how long do you have left? I go, I got, uh, like, so instantly. I wait, want, how old is this guy? He's in a, he's mid to late 20s. Wow. Easily. Full-blown grown-up. Yeah. So the first human instinct that goes through my mind is I want to step off this machine and beat the living punch fuck out of this guy. Yeah, yeah. And I'm not talking about just one punch. I'm talking about fucking mounting him and fucking having my way with him because he's a piece of shit. Sure. Because disrespectful after fucking... It blows my mind people fucking think the way they think. So I go, I have 10 minutes left. He goes, oh, throws his hands in the air. Holy and like, shit. And I said, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. And he fucking turned around and he left. Like... Jesus Christ, like, what do you say to that? No, nothing. Like, he wants me to get off the goddamn fucking machine to take a picture. He can't wait for me. Yeah, you should have like, done it. You should have got off the machine and took a picture. I should have beat the shit out of him is what I should have done. <laughs> and it's like, this is what we deal with. And we have fans that are so kind and so grateful and so nice. And, and then you have pieces of shit like this guy that if you're listening, fuck you. <laughs> do you think the northeast fans are a little bit more demanding than oh absolutely there's okay. 
they're just a different breed of people, and there's there's some of the greatest and some of the worst. So I don't remember what was. Uh, we were talking about addictions. But that was like the third episode, or a couple of <laughs> a couple, Wait, of, a couple of episodes back. We talked about talked about addiction. But that that was last episode yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, we were going to continue that. I believe there was there was more, but I thought you wanted to get into a little bit of a Q and A to kick this off. We can do that. I'm sorry. I apologize. He looks at me like, I'm like, fuck, am I that drunk? You are, because we, we went over strategy before the podcast. We did, no, but you looked at me like, how drunk are you? And I'm pretty drunk right now, but like, go ahead. I don't feel like we drink that much, but I mean, I handle alcohol a little differently than... You're also 100 pounds heavier than I am. I am so. the big guy. <laughs> I am the medium guy. <laughs> so, fuck you, Ziggler. <laughs> <laughs> I love Dolph Ziggler, by the way. <laughs> I like him, too. I'm there, by the way. His, if he needs an agent, let me know. Him and Miz, the last pay-per-view, was, was which, the by the way, things. I still have my WWE Network subscription. Uh, <laughs> they have not. <laughs> I have found I out. canceled it yet. Everybody that has worked there that leaves there, they cancel it right away. They say that, though. I don't know if that's true, though. I, everyone's told me that, that guys that it's happened to, they told me it's happened to them. Really? They, mine is still going. Okay. It's, this is well. I left in May. Okay. This is. Still going. Fucking five months later, yeah, yeah. I'm and I, I and I can't watch everything, obviously, um, but I'll watch the guys that I like, and I'm I'm so happy for Dolph, and uh, that match with him and Miz, the last pay per view, I thought, great, yeah, Spirit should have been job again too. They, are they working there full time again? They've been on SmackDown, a pay per view, and another SmackDown, so I'm gonna assume that they're maybe have I, a job back. I text Ryder and in, in, in Zigman. And I go, is Mondo still fucking asking fucking <laughs> Rosa Mendez questions to put him over? Like, guys, did you watch my match? How did I look out there? That was my fucking arm drag. And the response was absolutely yeah. And I, and like, it was. That's what I heard too. Oh yeah. Like, something's just never fucking changed. Mondo, you're fucking good. We all know you're good. Like, just go out there and fucking work. And Mondo was my first friend to wrestle. Get yourself in fucking shape again, though. That's the you one thing that, I'm going to fucking tell you. Me and Mondo were the first. Dome looks great. He was, uh, yeah, he looked shredded. He looked shredded. Fucking Mondo, fucking get in shape. Mondo was my first friend in wrestling. We came from the same school. I made Smokey Bones with him quite a few times. I was. uh, Him and Boogie. I was a prodigy until he came along, and then I was like, ah, I really suck. And then he got hired, and then I competed. (coughs) uh, He cost himself his job, right, before? He's had a few chances. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm happy for him to be able to go back there, but like. Don't ask the other guys what they think of your fucking match. Have some fucking goddamn confidence to go Thank out there and fucking do it. Exactly. Mondo, if there's one thing that the big guy could fucking... You're fucking good. Exactly. Fucking believe in your goddamn self. You're, you've always been good. Like, you don't have to fucking ask other people what they think of you. Just go out and fucking be good and fucking have <laughs> enough confidence to fucking drive to the next town and go do it the next night and not ask a goddamn question. That's all I'm going to say about that. Wow. It bothers me. He's fucking good. No, exactly. He doesn't He's need good. to like he have some fucking everybody. confidence. He's good. He's always been good. I'm telling you you're fucking good. Pat's telling you you're good. The entire roster will tell you you're good. Fucking believe you that you're good. You don't need to fucking fish for compliments. Good. All right. But I'm glad they're back. And I'm happy they're getting an opportunity to work up there. And, uh, I guess I'm going to ask you tomorrow night. Am I good? <laughs> you probably will ask me that tomorrow. And I'll yeah. probably ask you, how did I look out there? How'd my, how'd my, I'll, I'll legitimately ask you. I won't give a fuck about my work. I'll go, how'd my how, body look? How'd I look? <laughs> did I look lean? Did I look ripped? Did I look like the old Ryback? How'd my hammer fist look? Did, 
I try to do a fucking po- a bo- uh, boxing spot with them and just fucking botch it all. Terrible. Horrible. They're good at that, though. If you tell them something they need to do, they will do it. They're very good at that. I'm just going to shoot tomorrow and just fucking... <laughs> Win in three seconds. We're like, ah. Photos in the ring. Part of me really would like to just do that, but I I, I want to get in there. and We need uh, like a 20-minute match. Wait, at least. at least. I would like to do 30. We're the main event tomorrow. Do th- yeah. Do you run? You don't run these like six-hour fucking shows, though, do you? No, fuck that. Or do no, people no, like it? Do you give guys times or no? Yes, absolutely. I don't you want... Know, you run a, a, a strict show, right? Uh, my goal, two, two and a half hours or two hours, 45 minutes. Nothing over three hours. WWE live events. And then Mercury always used to say this, Joey Mercury, who I think you told me is missing. Uh, he's missing and he's my idol, too. I love... Joey's one of the greatest minds in wrestling. Uh, I've stolen so many things from Joey. He's... The, the mind on him, it, it is truly... I hope he's okay. And Joey, if you're listening he, out there, I love you and... Uh, thank if he just you. stayed on the straight and narrow, he's he's one of the most brilliant minds. Yeah. in wrestling, I, I I I got to work with him a lot during the J and J security thing, and working with Seth, who I absolutely love working with Rollins. And anybody who ever questioned Seth Rollins as being dangerous, that's been a big thing lately. Holy fuck! Like, Easy, right? Like he is the like Seth Rollins is fucking amazing. Okay, and like and I and I. You guys, had, you guys like, had a lot of mate, a lot of well, a lot of live events and a lot of like, and, and I've always so I have no problem with the Shield guys, okay. um, and everyone I've talked about the chosen ones. I fully believe they are. I get why they are with those guys. They are fucking great, and like I I I like them, <clears throat> and a lot of people don't know. That Elimination Chamber match where it was John Cena, me, and Sheamus versus The Shield. Okay. Cena was supposed to go over on them. All right. And I told them, and I think they were they were sitting in the locker room together. I fucking can't remember. I, I remember the locker room. I can't remember the city. And I walked in, and I already knew what was going on with me. And I knew with my ankle situation that I was... I was on borrowed time in that mm. position and that it was going to last as long as it lasted. <clears throat> but I, and I told like those guys had an opportunity because they came in and, and they put them over on me time and time again. And they had some, they took the momentum that I had and transferred, transferred it over to them. I mean, they were booked in a position to be, you got to think I was, you stars. look, I was the hottest thing going on at that point. Yeah, and and that's not for any fucking mark out there that questions that. No, fuck I mean off. it was an ultimate warrior kind of like that was what was going on. Yes, they transferred that momentum over to them. Yeah, and I was like, was I okay with that? No, like fuck, like I'd worked my whole life for that, but I liked those guys so much, and they were all very respectful and great guys. That I told them that night, I go, you guys need to go talk to Vince and get that finish changed. Mm-hmm. I thought that it would go on to Sheamus, who was like, not in the angle, that that would be the logical pick. It yeah. was put on me, where uh, Rain speared me when I had Seth in my finish, which was my idea, to protect myself. It looked like I had the win, yeah, yeah. but <clears throat> you can only do that so many times to protect yourself and, and, and whatnot. So you, you were supposed to win or no? No, Cena was. Yeah, our team was. Your Cena, team. Cena was supposed to. Cena was supposed to get the pen. I but and, and we have never gone into the whole John Cena problem and all that bullshit. Mm-hmm. But like you've, that's a whole fucking. I know. Yeah. That's a whole other fucking thing. But 
I saw the writing on the wall for myself at the time. We had an opportunity, three guys who came in who had some momentum. Sure. It was about to get cut off like mine was at the time. They knew it. I saw them, the concern on their faces. They didn't need me to tell them to go talk to Vince. Mm -hmm. They knew that on their fucking own. Like those guys, and whether that helped or not, I'll never know. But they did go and talk to him, and it got put on me. And, but those guys are so talented and I enjoy them and I've always enjoyed them. They've always done business with me. Mm-hmm. South, anytime it's been reversed and working with, with Seth, Seth sure. is never, you know, he's always done business and, and mostly live events and a couple TV spots. But, uh, I would like to think that would, was reciprocated because of how I did business early exactly. on. Sure. <clears throat> and I, and I don't think it would have been different with Roman or Dean. Probably not. Yeah. I, like, I think that they would have, they were, they're very yeah. thankful for that opportunity and, and whatnot. And, and a lot of people forget all of that. And, but like I, we needed stars at that time. And that was part of the Cena problem of fucking cutting Kai's legs off before they ever yep. fucking got over. And I was like, I kind of had a little control at that point to help out a little. And I felt like I did my job on that because it wasn't, it wasn't like I was going over that night. No. So why the fuck not help out? <laughs> and, but like uh, those guys, I, I always loved working Seth and uh, and Joey. And, and when he had the J and J security with him, some of the most fun matches I've ever had with Rusev and with with Seth with J and J security. And Joey always had ideas that were golden. Just, really? Yeah. Oh, I I mean every idea, every tag spot and simple psychology sure. that most guys have no clue about today. And I I wish he was still there and because he contributes so much to the business and but he has demons that obviously it happens yeah it sucks and and they've and i i i hope he's all right and i hope if you're out there and if anyone knows where he is or how he's doing and joey thank you for anything you've ever uh done with me working wise and, and you're a good human being sure um but addictions are a very powerful thing and every um every human being we all are exposed to different addictions throughout our lives and we all have different brains and, and things that kind of elicit different responses out of us and you know, the wizard Bob <laughs> fucking full Nelson's full Nelsons and like there's people out there and that, sleeper holds, yeah. Occasionally. There's sexual addictions, there's drug addictions. I had the GHB early on. I've dabbled in different things where, you know, I've done my fair share of things where I'm like, oh. What are your thoughts on like uh, the legalization of weed? And uh, I'm all for it. I think it should be make money and tax the shit out of it and help our economy. I'm all completely for it. There's a lot of money being made with it. I, I'm not never been a big. Uh, Is it legal in Vegas or no? Uh, not yet. It's um, they have the shops are popping up, but I think you need the prescription. It's not like uh, Denver, like where Denver, I, it's legal. Yeah, yeah, you can go and buy it and. I've had some horror stories. Like, uh, horror stories with a. Uh, I, I get. I like that. Like it's like alcohol. Like if you're gonna do, you're not gonna drink, ten shots in a row, like. But with weed, I've never like we just keep going and keep going and keep going whole night. <clears throat> Whereas if you just did a couple hits of it, you'd probably feel great and just yeah. be relaxed. And but I've always like any time it's ever been presented to me, you know before. Being he WWE is Ryback, I never touched it. I didn't okay. put it up there. Uh, but afterwards, one of my buddies, my my powerlifter buddy, his his wife 
uh, makes wheat brownies. Okay. And she's a hell of a cook. Great. And they gave me some for after my ear and nose surgery. And I would actually do a little bit of my writing and have a little piece of a brownie and like, it'd be great. But I would, the problem is I, then I'd eat the whole brownie. Sure. And I would be a wreck. Just really? fucking thoughts going through my head that like, not nothing like a spice that we talked about, but it, it where just anxiety goes and where things I'm I mean, so the greatest parts of music entertainment come from this drug yeah induced so stuff. i'm not i'm not i just there's i think there's a limit though to knowing where you function at a great level and when it becomes detrimental and negative uh i'll never forget one of my towards the end up there at wwe somebody brought in a box of weed brownies really to the locker room whoa yeah and which two were handed to me and goes, don't eat both, just eat one. But here's an extra for when you're home. And so we were in Texas somewhere. I think we were in Dallas that night. Okay. We were in Dallas. And wherever I drove to, I don't know if we went to Houston the next night. And I stopped at Whataburger, got a couple burgers with no bun, and uh, got to the hotel, ate the burgers. Fuck it. I'm going to eat both the brownies. Ate both the brownies. 45 minutes later, didn't feel a thing. Sure. Oh, these things are fucking bogus. Bullshit. Get ready for bed. I laid in bed for five hours, freaking out over my entire existence in WWE. <laughs> Thinking of every conversation that I had. <laughs> God, Jericho. I said this to Jericho. Did Jericho hate me? Me and Jericho used to get along. We don't talk that much anymore. Oh, my God. It's because I said that. Like, that was... Like, that was the yeah. shit. And then, like, thinking, like, I said this to him this day, and then I think he doesn't talk to me as much either, do I? Jesus Christ. And so it was, uh, I woke up feeling fine, but it was way, way too much. But uh, everybody has their thing, and there's, there's a lot of different addictions. You talked about the Coke uh, in doing that, and that necessarily wasn't an addiction, but no. I think something that for me oh, was yes. a full blown, full blown addiction. Uh, and a lot of men I've found out out there, this is a real thing. Okay. Massage parlors. All right. Like this is, and, and you know, we don't, we don't cut any corners here at conversation no, with no, the big no, guy. No, no. This old massage. How does that <laughs> work? What is a massage parlor? What does so that work? There's, so there, there's legit massage parlors in, in every city, like massage envy. Sure. Those are the real deal where they have highly skilled, trained massage okay. technicians that go to school and are trained to massage the human body. I live in Las Vegas, Nevada, ladies okay. and gentlemen, born and raised Sin City. In Las Vegas, we do have Massage Envy that is legit and completely cool. Yep. We also have 24-hour massage parlors that are owned and operated by Asians. I'm going to cut you off. Hey, guys. Pat Buck here. I'm going to tell you about a company called Mack Weldon. What is Mack Weldon? They're a clothing company. They're the most comfortable underwear, socks, shirts, undershirts, hoodies, and sweatpants that you will ever wear. Need to get someone a gift for Christmas? You need to go here. I just ordered a pair of long underwear that's on its way. Why? Because I, I get cold very easily and I want to wear it under my jeans when I'm out embracing winter. But one thing that really turned me on to this website is the fact that they have a silver line of underwear that's antimicrobial, which means that it won't smell. There are times, especially in summertime, where I change my underwear maybe two to three times a day, no joke. This time, this underwear gets you through the process the whole day smelling free. And I, I, I'm willing to believe you guys have the same problem that I do. 
Anyway, not only is Mack Weldon's underwear and socks, they look good. They perform well, too. It's good for working out, going out on dates, everyday life. Just go to MacWeldon.com and get 20% off for listening to this show. Use the code GUY, G-U-Y, MacWeldon.com. I've actually heard the massage parlor home base. I've heard Tampa, and I've heard Edison, New Jersey, which is two towns over from here. I've been I've been clean for about three years, Buck. I don't need to go. I don't want to kind of, you know. I got I got up. I got some hours between Saturday night and my flight in the morning <laughs> Sunday. We were talking about recording more episodes, but if I'm missing, Edison, New Jersey, you say. <laughs> Why are you not at the show? Well, backpage.com. <laughs> <laughs> so, this all started harmlessly. Uh, in Tampa, Florida, as after I broke my ankle to Skip Sheffield, okay. and had the surgery and the the fucked up surgery, and I was a mess. And they, the I don't know, I'd had I believe I just had my second surgery by the doctor that fucked up the first one, mm-hmm. and nothing improved. And like I, I think the electrocutions stopped or calmed down. But I, I did not regain function of my foot or my big toe. Okay. And I was on crutches still. And like I was, this was like five months in. I was supposed to be back wrestling already at this point. And this is like during Nexus. Yeah. And like with me and Wade, we always talk about me and Wade always used to go out to eat in Tampa. And um, yeah, I talked to Wade, you know, Stu Bennett. I talked to Stu all the time. And he's one of my, one of the guys I consider my friends. Like we were talking before, you have very few friends in life. You're busy texting. You're not even listening to me. No, no, I'm listening. Believe me, I'm listening. The, uh, you have very few friends in life, and uh, Stu is one of them. And I, I love him to death. And uh, Does he listen to this piece of shit podcast? I believe he does. Good, I hope so. Uh, I don't know if he listens to every episode, but I know he's listened to it before. And He's like one of the guys like I trust. Like I sent him a, an, a rough draft of my book to read it over before it's been edited to like... I would send it to you. I know you're like, I think you're too busy. Like with everything thought, going on. I thought I listened. I, I read that. I read the preface. Preface. You d- preface. You did. But I, that's did. different than reading. I'll send you the entire thing. I'll I was, read it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I sent it to him and one other person within the WWE empire. Okay. Uh, to kind of proofread everything as it's being edited and everything. But he, um, we would always get together though and just bullshit and, and talk and all that. And, uh, during this injury, <clears throat> I had a lot of time, and it, it was I ordered like every WWE DVD sold on Amazon or on the WWE made DVDs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, because I always believed in at that point watching WWE product because their format is what you're learning in developmental okay. and trying to master that format before you start like watching Ring of Honor or Pro Wrestling Gorilla or. Any of the other independents. Okay. And, but I would, and I'd go work out every day and, and I'd go to the gym and I would, I would do all my rehab stuff. I'd go do the rehab and, and it was, it was just countless hours of trying to get this ankle better. Uh, and it was, it was fucked up. It was, and it was a bad place. And the doctor had told me you should get a lot of massage work done on it. And I didn't know where to go at that time. Like, where do you go from? to get massages like i didn't know about massage envy or like uh but i found out about them and i went there first a legit place and they told me 
they wouldn't work on me. They just looked at my ankle and leg. Oh, really? They were terrified. Really? Yeah. But you got to remember, I got my leg was flayed open okay. and like stapled and like. So, do you think any licensed masseuse is going to want to work on that and no. deal like? No, it, it. I look like Frankenstein. So, by default, they're by my place on uh, Camden Bayside in Tampa. Was where, where uh, was this place? An Asian massage parlor. Okay. So, and I noticed they were always open late. So I went there on my crutches. Get out, crutch myself in. Where where was this place? On Gandhi? Yeah, no. on Gandhi. Really? Yeah, the corner right there. It was right by our place. Wow. You had to have seen it. No. It was so like if you come down just for your own reference, when you come out of Camden, they said you come down and make a right on Gandhi rather than going left to St. Pete. Okay. If you make a right, it was literally right on that corner on wow. the inside by the subway. You had to have gone to that subway before. Sure. <laughs> totally checked out. No, don't remember. So uh, I went in there. I crutched myself in. They, oh, what wrong? I'm hurt. I hurt my leg. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I fully went in there. With the intent of just getting my ankle. Innocent man. Yeah. And like, no joke. <clears throat> As I'm about to tell you, because it, it turned into quite the joke. It turned into quite the... Uh, yeah. Quite the... Uh, quite the, quite the so thing. I explained to them, and they, they're like, oh, we don't want it. We just massage everything else. Yeah. I go, no, no, my leg. I need stimulation in my leg. My nerves, everything is, is fucked up. So they... I, I got them to... They wanted to start with my back or whatever. Okay. Like, Why? I, because that, that's that, the thing. That's their thing. They're used to whatever their routine, whatever these places. And uh, But eventually, though, they would work on my leg for like 30 minutes, like really good. And yeah. it helped. It really was really good. But as that, as I learned very quickly, that first one, they jerked me off every time. <laughs> like, which was never asked for. But like they would always... Like, they'd be working on my leg, and, like, they would put a towel over, sure, sure, sure. you know, the gimmick area. And But then eventually, they'd go from working on the calf. They just start, shoot right to the penis. No, no, they would work up to the thigh yeah, yeah. and start, and then, like, you know, Mother Nature takes over and, you know. Yeah, yeah. You get an erection. Absolutely. And like, and then the towel's of no good, you know, very little use. And like they always ended it with like, oh, oh poor baby. Yes. Like you need help? Like Sure. Sure. Like what any normal fucking man is gonna say yes. Yep. Like what am I no guys, I'm good. Like just, No, stop it, get off. God, me. what are you doing? What are you no. doing? And I, I was single, I wasn't in a relationship, there was nothing being done wrong and and so I was like, Whoa, this is a whole other fucking culture, like whole other world. So <laughs> Then I was like, oh, I wonder if all massage parlors are like this. Uh -huh. So then it was like a Lucky Penny in Tampa and Gandy. <laughs> I'd go lucky there. Penny. Lucky Penny. You mean my, like Lucky Backpage and looking yeah, to see yeah. where people are? No, I was always, so I eventually, and I told you I got, I'm big on setting goals and setting missions, and this is not for, for good. I set a goal of going to every massage parlor in Tampa to find out if, obviously, that you might know. be your greatest goal you ever you ever yeah. said. Yeah, and and I I fully fucking succeeded in it. <laughs> um, and uh, 
Cha-ching. Ryback goes to massage parlors. And, and the positive is that it was a write-off, every single one of them. Oh, because they're... It, but I was big, and we've talked about this with me and me and you. Yeah. I was big on always getting the full-hour massage. Yes. I would never settle for, like, if a place would try to just shortcut and then try to just Your go rights. straight to the jerk-off. No, what are you doing? I need the full-hour massage. I, I was always very, I was an advocate, though, of, of getting the full massage. Mm. And because to me, <laughs> that's what I was going there for was the massage. And that was just a, the bonus at the yeah. end. And like, and, and you know, you always made sure to take care of your massage practitioner. And uh, we some, always tipped exceptionally. Back to Smoky Bones, back to hospital oh, yeah. workers. We tip exceptionally absolutely because you never you want to do repeat business yes you don't want to go back there then and you know burn your bridge so but it was uh i haven't gone and we've talked about this like it's been three or four years since i've been really yeah if not longer okay once like wwe like as got back as ryback i kind of couldn't take the risk with a truck that says rye rules on the license plate and Uh. big guy one on the challenger you can't take the chance of uh but I, I, I just got over it. It was, uh, and I, I eventually got the massage table at the house, and uh, I hired an ART, a, like a legit, real, okay, somebody to like break up scar Wait, tissue. You in. saw the inversion table, right? I do that. I do that every day. I remember twice My living with you bad. when I came back, and you were stuck upside down on it, and I had to pull you up. Do you remember that at all? That was <laughs> when I was. Where was that at? Tampa. Oh, in my house. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. You were stuck upside down for like... Were we smoking by chance? I don't know. But I remember I came home one day. You're like, help, <laughs> help. My and back, I, I think my back went out. <laughs> Those things can hurt you if you're not careful. And like, I would used to go all the way. I learned with my body weight going three quarters of the way is more than plenty. Okay. But my, like, those things, I've heard horror stories of people getting stuck on those. Their back going out and like... That's the last thing you want. Like, <laughs> I always have my phone in my hand when I do that at home now, because in case like anything goes wrong, I could like text or someone, somebody like get the fuck over here and help me. But uh, they, they 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 help a lot with decompression. Like any wrestler, ass bumps are your worst enemy. Like you think so? Yeah, I think, I, I think so too. I was talking to our, our buddy JD with Iron yeah. Attitude, who does the weight belts, and I was telling him. My back has been bad for about a year and a half. My my low mid back, mm-hmm. and it's from compression. And I didn't know what, but it's from that backpack stunner, that ass bump. Just from that, yeah. And with guys that I, weight of because I do top top rope leg drop, and I feel like weird. I don't so your know. back and it, it it just creeps up on you. But he was telling me about Hogan, who was working out at Powerhouse. And him and Hogan had a couple had a couple conversations, and this was after Hogan had his back like fused, or yeah. and it was like, and they somehow got to talking, and and he was telling him it was because of the leg drop, because Hogan obviously didn't bump, and you know any more than anybody else. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> but he did that leg drop every night, and I remember William Regal, who has given me some golden advice over the years. Um, when I came up at Skip Sheffield, he goes, oh, that, you know, that finisher, the backpack stunner is very impressive. He goes, you don't want to do that every night. Really? Yeah. And it, it was one of the, and I am 20 something years old. Sure, I like, fuck you it. Know, yeah, well, like, why the fuck not? It's, I don't feel a thing on it. 
And sure enough, I'm 34 now in my mid-back. I have severe compression. And like yeah. I have to, I'm fine. Don't get me wrong. It doesn't stop me from doing anything. But I, I have to be conscious of it. And like that backpack stunner, I, I like, I did it selectively on live events. But I did it enough to where it did some damage. Sure. And like, because now I'm doing an ass bump with a guy on my back. Yeah. And I'm taking the whole, I take the ass bump before the other guy. So I take all the weight. All the weight. Yeah. And it's stupid it's not even a finish completely kind of it was before but now i was just was using it? it as a near fall yeah, yeah yeah and like it's is it worth it no like um and there's some days i told you i got to get like i got to order a whole new bed sleeping in regular beds now kills me and uh when i'm at home i sleep in my zero gravity chair i don't even sleep in my bed anymore because my back has been just wrecked from all that so. yikes Buck, I need you. We're, let's do some questions here. It's been a yeah, while. Yeah, go for that, please. Do you have, do you have anything to add to addiction? No, zero. Sure. I talked about everything I could talk about. I'm hanging in there. It's just three. When you go, you go, Buck. I know. It's you're you're golden for. Your 195 gold. pounds, man. Wine and booze. I'm going to do a question for you, actually. All right, uh, shoot. For Pat from uh, Justin Morris five seven nine. All right. <laughs> Do you offer a finishing school or just for a beginner's class? Been working for five years or so and looking for a different outlook or approach than some of the area. I mean, you can hear things about a finishing school, but it depends on where you come from. I mean, I've had guys that like think that they've, they're like, oh, I, I've, I've been training two years and I'm ready for the next step. And then I see them work and I'm like, ah, you're maybe the experience of someone that I've been training for three months. So it depends on the skill. You level. don't really know until you see them. No. I guess, right. So like finishing, there's no, there's no finishing school. It doesn't exist. Cause you can so only for somebody like this guy for Justin, what would you recommend for him to like, do I'd recommend him coming if he down. He really or... cares. Come here. I will see you work. I will give you your honest, like assumption. <laughs> Coming from a guy drinking a lot of wine tonight, but uh, I'll tell you, you are like, legit one of the best trainers, though. Thank I, you. And I would like no, I'll, I'll analyze where I think you are, where, where I think what you think you needs to work on. But uh, how can he contact you? Yeah, Russell Pro Online at yahoo.com or russellproonline.com. I mean, creativeprocessing.com. I'm pretty out there. Pat Buck on Facebook. Write me a fucking email. Sign so, up Justin, school. if you care enough and you want to, you want to truly know where you're at. Message me. Take the steps necessary. Give me a fucking YouTube. That's the, that's the biggest thing. Like, <laughs> if you had a match, you're like, hey, I'm good. I've had a lot of guys like, hey, I want to sign up for Russell. Watching Pro. one of his matches would give you an idea of where he's at. Yeah, they're yeah. like, hey, uh, and I'm like, okay, send me a match. Like, I don't have it. I'm like, come on, motherfucker. But if they do, if they send me an actual match, they're proud of. I can look at it and go, okay, this is where you're at. This is where I think that's you at least a step in the right direction. Sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Probably mumbling through this right now, but no, hey. I thought that was a very good answer. Thank you, sir. Uh, for me, how often do you change up your workout plan? I'm offended that the wrestling question wasn't for me, uh, but how often do you change your workout plan, or do you have, or do you have a set routine? Been working out for about two years now, and have plenty of strides, and usually changing up every couple months, but starting to plateau. Yes, I am constantly changing up my workout routine. I do three different phases. I do the three to five rep range, <clears throat> which is my maximum overload phase. 
I do between eight and ten reps in my my medium overload phase, uh, and then I do ten to twelve to ten to fifteen uh, reps in my uh, my higher rep phase, um, which I try to and I do every every routine for six to eight weeks essentially, uh, and I cycle up and then I cycle down. So I'll go three to five, eight no, to ten steroids. Yeah, Jesus, God damn, <laughs> and then ten to fifteen, ten to twelve. Um, and usually when I'm doing the 10 to 15, 10 to 12, it's to give my body a break on the heavier weights. It's a fucking line. just to work on form. Buck is beyond intoxicated. There's no more wine left. We drank it He's off. He's dumping empty bottles of wine <laughs> in his glass, searching desperately for more more red wine. Ah, thank God we just drink wine. 35 minutes in. Let's do another in. question here. How do you rehab from your ear surgery? Shut I up. <laughs> Shut up. Ask something cool. Jesus, Pat. Oh, uh, come on. That's not. No, 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 that's not, that's not. I still watch your highlights. Uh, yeah, the ear surgery was. Uh, I still, even flying in today after all this, it was uh, the high altitude. Uh, my ear feels a little weird today. Um, but it, it is. I'm, I can hear out of it 100%. It was mainly not working out for about five weeks. Um, not straining myself and uh, letting everything just heal and mend back in place. So that was a uh, that was how I rehab from that essentially. Mm. Fuck you. I think we could do one more. Yeah, you know, Pat, I, that's a nice guy. Asking no, that's nice guys. I'm a little drunk. You turn into an animal when you're, you know. I be, I, I beat my wife. You're plastic bags now out of rage. <laughs> <laughs> this will be the shittiest episode. <clears throat> All right, this is a good one. From Mike S. If you could take on any wrestler today, who would it be? If I could take on any wrestler Yay. today, Brock Lesnar. Uh, I think that's money, bar none. I uh, think so too. If we, if, we, if it was built the right way, yeah. yeah, absolutely. I like. I saw him on ESPN, and I think it's cool. Like his, he wants to do it for his family. Is that what he said? It, absolutely, and I believe him I mean, because bro, he hasn't come back any, at any other point. He always, I notice he retweets things when people talk negatively about me or something and like impersonating him. And I'm like, come on, like, I've never once done anything no. like that. And it's just like, I, it's whatever. I don't, um, I would love to wrestle him. We would have a great match. We are, we are two different people entirely. And and we you know WWE purposely didn't do that match for a long time, and whatnot. And it, I'm very confident in myself and what I can do. And me and him are two entirely different human beings. Sure, but like I respect him and everything. I, I he has great intensity and he goes out there and he does the things that he does well and whatnot. But like. To like, don't disrespect me though. Like, there's no fucking reason for it. Has he has he said anything like that though, or no? No, just retweeting things and like of like negative comments of impersonating him. I've never once, never, never. Was the never, only thing you guys have in common is the bald thing. Bald and big traps. That's it. That's what people. But people are very. They're simpletons. Sure. People don't don't. Oh, but you're ripping off Goldberg. No, I'm not. I'm so curious. I know this will be aired after, after the facts. We talked about this because we have a lot going on with multiple companies with multiple offers. I really want to see if they chant Ryback at him. I really would love to know if that happens. Yeah, I don't, I've gotten a lot of tweets about people saying that, oh, how ironic would it be when he comes out if they chant Ryback? I don't know. I, th- I, I think it could be a thing. I don't. I honestly, 
and I, I'm not going to be watching. I don't care. Like, it's whatever. Like, it's, you guys fucking disrespected me for five fucking years doing it. Like, yeah. And off and on. And, like, we always turned it around. And it was. Uh, I'll be watching. You won't be. No, I won't be. <laughs> I'll watch like Dolph's match or stuff. I won't watch that shit. And okay. like, it's, it's, and I said on the busted open radio, like it should be me and him, but like that was, you know, three years, years ago. ago, years ago. Why not capitalize yeah. on that years this is ago? Like way beyond the fact. And now when I said that in the interview, that was what I, what I was referring to was like, this should have been done years ago. Sure. Like why the fuck not when it, but, um, I've never heard him like personally say anything bad. Uh, I think I know there was one time I did an interview early on in 2012 and I don't know what I and I didn't say anything to disrespect him or anything but I you know I was in character and I was and I was putting myself over but I yeah. he took offense to like whatever and I like his reasons for going back though for like his family yeah, like, that's awesome it's that, cool that is cool like do they he wants them to be able to see him in real time and whatnot and and so I, I, I like that. Like, but, and, and I'm sure he's a, a great human being and uh, he seems like a nice guy. So yeah. uh, he doesn't know me. So he seems I, like a nice guy. Yeah. <laughs> Tommy boy. <laughs> <laughs> so where are we at? 41 minutes. I think we can wrap this up. We've ran out of wine. We're drinking water now. We're trying I'm to keep hydrated for tomorrow. You guys, and I talk about this in my book Wake yep. Up It's Feeding Time coming out in December. These Oko water bottles, OKO, they're available on Amazon and online. Um, they have a level two NASA filter on these things. Daniel Bryan introduced it to me. Uh, plastic is a, the waste of plastic is a very real thing, and most of it ends up in the oceans. Okay. Uh, and a lot of animals die from the plastic. Like, just an absurd amount of plastic is in our oceans. Okay. And, and this is a way to kind of cut down on using plastic. Is and you know water bottles are something we go through. We have multiple water bottles sitting on our cabinet right now. But I use this water bottle wherever I go, and I try to minimize the use of plastics to cut down on that waste. Gotcha. And you know I talk about that more in depth in my book. And but it's well worth looking into. OKO water bottles on Amazon or online, and um, they last for about four or five months. And you know, using them every day, and you could take them anywhere with you. They got a little clip on them to hook onto things, and you could fill them up with tap water, and it tastes like clean, filtered, fresh water. So, all right, Oco water bottles. Forty-two minutes in, we recorded a lot of episodes. I'm drunk as fuck. <laughs> I'm buck never stops on Twitter. I've had enough. I need to go sleep so I can wrestle tomorrow night. Maybe we'll record another episode. Maybe we won't. But uh, yeah. I am the big guy Ryback. Follow me at Ryback22 on Twitter, the big guy Ryback22 on Instagram, Ryback247 on Snapchat. And you have just listened to another episode of Conversation with the Big Guy. Thank you. Okay, it's unprofessional plug time. I hope you like independent wrestling. On Thursday, November 17th in Hicksville, New York, creativeprowrestling.com. You can watch me wrestle. You can watch other people wrestle too. They're pretty good. I, I encourage you guys to go to the website, get tickets. They're only $20. com. November 19th, you can catch me and the big guy and the broken heart. He's in Rahway, New Jersey. That's www.wrestleproonline.com. November 20th, Newark, New Jersey. You can see Cole Cabana versus Ryback. 
and uh, a whole bunch of other strong independent wrestling brand at WrestleProOnline.com happening in Newark the following week in Winston-Salem, 11-26. It's November 26th. I'm not very good at plugging stuff. Uh, WrestleCade, the big guy versus Broken Matt Hardy. WrestleCade.com. And I believe after that, Millie Walkay, December 3rd, happening in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Uh, Houseofhardcourt.net. Catch Ryback out there. And uh, what's the other one? Oh, he's going to England. I got him booked on this like nine-day tour. All the information will be on feedmemore.com. You can check out the dates there. Leave a review for this show. If you want to book any of us, book the big guy yahoo.com because not only am I a mediocre podcaster, I'm also an agent. I'm also uh, a promoter. And okay, I got to learn how to wrap this up. Maybe I need lessons on how to be a better podcaster, but thank you for listening. Tune in next week. Napa know-how. There are lots of amazing cars on the road, but perhaps none more amazing than the paid-off car. It may not be pretty, but the price is right. Heck, if you keep that thing running, it'll actually start paying you. Because with Napa Rewards, for every $100 you spend, you'll get $5 off. So keep your car running longer, stronger with Napa Rewards, and watch the savings start rolling in. That's Napa Know-How. Napa Know-How.